it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. Oh, how lovely were those three days of snow. I don't know about you, but as long as I have heat and running water, I like being snowed in. My cats also love the snow. They frolic in it, throwing it in the air with their paws and chasing down the resulting mini snowballs. It makes for wet floors, but a whole lot of sweetness. I imagine that the mountains, and by extension the rivers, also love the snow. Our most recent storm was certainly good for snowpack, which had peaked and was even starting to melt in the mountains. Valentine's Day found our great state in a snowpack deficit, and with the peculiar phenomenon where the front range had received more snow than average, while the mountains remained very dry. However, as of February 25th, snowpack was at 97% of median across the state of Colorado. The Yampa and White River basins in the northwest were at 70% and the Arkansas basin in the southwest was also at 70%. Historically in Colorado, snowpack peaks in March. What was a little alarming to me about our trend this year before our last storm was to see the growth of snowpack flatten as the weeks went on with no snow in January and into February and as temperatures began to rise to see those stream flows pick up. I was super happy to see this snow start and I happened to be in Montrose when it did. The snow there was thick and heavy and piled up fast. Worried about driving home, I undertook a very slow journey back to the North Fork Valley, only to find that once I got through Olathe and into Delta, there was far less snow. By the time I got back to Peonia, there was hardly any snow falling. That seemed unusual, and so, when looking up our snowpack for this episode, I was struck by a new term that I hadn't seen before in the weather forecast. It's said to be aware of areas of banded snowfall. I hadn't seen that term banded snowfall before, so I looked it up, and it describes the phenomenon I may have witnessed between Montrose and the North Fork Valley, where a smaller area or band of intense heavy snowfall occurs within a larger, lighter system. These banded snowfalls are caused by atmospheric instability when air rises really quickly into an oncoming storm system, causing snow to form and fall more quickly in those clouds. That instability or quick rise of air in winter is generally caused by ground temperatures being warmer and melted or running water on the landscape below. So this could be an answer to the question of why an area that is warmer and drier may have gotten more snow. What's interesting about the event then is that the early snowmelt running through Montrose may have actually triggered more snowfall in that area. Now I am not sure of this because I would need to see the atmospheric data. But what I can say is that nature works in wonderful ways to rebalance, and we have so much to learn from her. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of the Learning Council, produced by Corey Stanton and written and narrated by me, Calla Rose Ostrander. To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.